Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip, that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Oh, what's up, wrestling fans? We are back. The Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you with episode number 66. 66, baby. 66. I like, I like when you speak Spanish to me. Oh, como se llama? Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I think that says, how do you, how do you say? or I don't know. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. Sitting here with my uh, muy gordo co-host. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I know what that means. I'm just kidding with you. Oh, man, as I said, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 66. Coming back after a little hiatus because we finally got some actual wrestling to talk about. None of that hypothetical stuff. It's getting close to the wrestling season. My uh, name Pretty is Bra- damn close, my friend. Pretty damn close. My name is Brandon Olinger, and join with me as always, partner in crime, number one fan man. Ben the Law Watson. What up, my dog? What up, what up, what up? You know what's up? What up? I've missed you. I've missed you. Oh, baby. I've missed your musk. Oh, I know. I smell. That man musk. I smell pretty damn good. You're pretty musky. I smell pretty damn good right now. I missed you too, my friend. It's been uh, been a minute, but I tell you what. I haven't been this excited to drop a podcast in a long time. I am geeked up to drop this bad boy. You dropped a pot on me, baby. You dropped a pot on me. Is that a song? Remember that? That's the song you used you to sing. You dropped the bomb on That's me. That's the song you used to sing while you were taking a <laughs> shit. When we were at, when we, so Brandon and I used to coach together, as everybody knows. And we wake up freaking dog ass early, you know, on like a Saturday morning. You really in, a, in a random Hampton Inn in Columbus, Ohio to go coach. And Brandon would be like, sing for me. Sing for me while I take my shit. And he'd be like. You dropped a bomb on me as he's pooping. <laughs> he's pooping in the morning, and I'm having to hold it in. I got IBS. So I'm like, barely, I can barely hold it in. I just have my coffee. And Brandon's in the freaking bathroom pooping and singing, You dropped a bomb on me. Well, now that nobody's listening to this episode anymore, let's carry on. Episode 66. <laughs> so, do you remember how to run through all this stuff? Um, I don't. It's, it's been a while. God, we suck at this. Uh, but it is episode 66. Yeah. It is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at there the Inside Trip One. You can definitely send us an email to the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. We don't really enjoy reading hate mail, even though we've gotten a few of them. We'll take it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We got a Facebook page out there that Ben runs. He does not update it, so nope. I would not advise you to go look at it. <laughs> don't even follow it. Don't even. Don't, don't even. It's, don't it's even follow it. Literally worthless right now. But I'll get back into it. We've been a little silent lately, but I think it's time for us to open our mouths. All right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I guess Jaden Cox did just wrestle. <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, Ben? How you been? <laughs> I've been awesome. I think we still got to run through some more things, right? Can't they follow us on Twitter? I said that. The Inside Trip 1. Can't they find us on a podcast catcher? They can. 
Like Pod- Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pod the Podbean. Go out there and flick it. <laughs> Find, rate, review. We got a couple new rates and reviews, baby. I don't know why. Some <laughs> I know people have been threatening to give us bad reviews because we haven't been on in a while. I know. Some guy, uh, I forget who it is. I sh- Gosh dang it. He's a guy that we, we talked to a lot, just gave us a nice, a really nice review. And we hadn't put anything out yet. I think he was, it was a silent nudge of like, hey, where you guys been? <laughs> Can you guys get your fucking shit together and put right. out some podcasts? Right, right. Uh, Man, you know, I've been great since the last time we put out a podcast. I think <laughs> it's been a minute, dude. Um, can't complain about too much. Can't complain about too much. How you been? I've been good, dude. Been good. Busy. Busy, but good. And I'm excited. Wrestling season is upon us. Not only do we have the NCAA men's season coming up, we've got the WCWA season that's already kicked off. Oh, yeah. And... There's this little itty-bitty tournament going on right now over in uh, Budapest. I think they call it the World Championships. Yeah, that, that's a pretty cool tournament. I heard it's good. I think we got a couple of people wrestling over there. Yeah, I'm interested in, I'm interested in trying to find out what's going on there. Uh, we might be able to talk about some of that. So anyway. And obviously the most important, them Ohio State Buckeye wrestlers. Ooh, you know, tell you what, for everything that's going on, the Buckeyes have been in the, been in the news a little bit, quite a bit lately, and I'm not talking about the Buckeyes that just got curb stomped by Purdue the other Oof. night in Ouch. football. I'm very happy that I am a University of Cincinnati football fan, although we just lost as well. To who? Temple. <laughs> okay. We're 6-1. We're 6-1. You know, in the last 15 years, though, even before that game, Purdue had the best record against Ohio State of any team in the Big Ten Conference. They were 3-5 and five before that game, so now they're 4-5. That's five. weird. That is weird. That's weird. No, but that's just weird they lost to them. I don't know. But anyway, you can't hate on Cincinnati. They got Luke Fickle as their head coach. I mean, former Ohio State wrestling great. Yes. And former Ohio um, State football coach. Actually, he never wrestled for Ohio State. Well, he might have wrestled a little bit for I meant, Ohio State. Yeah, I meant he was a state of Ohio, state of Ohio yeah. wrestling the, great. Yeah, I meant that. Well, honestly, probably one of the best heavyweights of all time in the state of Ohio. But he decided that he was just going to go roll football instead. Yeah. Worked out for him okay, I guess, yeah, right? He's, he's good. He's good. So, uh, yeah. But the Buckeyes have been in the news, have been in the news a little bit. You know, they've been doing a little bit of recruiting, um, you know. Oh. Let's talk about that. Classic Because I got something to say. Because I got something good. to say. And our PSU, our PSU fan base is going to be real pumped Classic up in a minute. 2019's looking good. Yeah, we got some big recruits lately. Uh, let's see. Um, Kirk, Kirk Leviet. How do you say his Kirk name? Kirk Leviet. No. Kirk Vliet? Kirk Vliet. Kirk Vliet. Kirk Vliet. Kirk Vliet? I think I think I think a lot of people call him Kirk Vliet. Can we just call him Dan? Yeah, Dan the man. Well, hold on. I think people call him Kirk Vliet, Kirk Vliet, but I, it sounds like Kirk Vliet to me. But either way, you know what? He it don't is, matter. He's uh, he's won a couple uh, junior. No. Uh, no. Oh, cadets because he didn't cadets. Even... He took a gold in 2017 yeah, right. at the cadet worlds, and he was a silver medalist this year at the cadet worlds. Last year, this year he didn't wrestle in the juniors. He qualified for the Again, junior team. Cadet worlds. Yeah. It was this year. He took silver this year. No, he didn't wrestle. He got hurt. He did? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, we're going to have to pause this one now. Well, after official replay review, (laughs) statistics prove that I was correct. You were correct. (laughs) But, but, (laughs) hey, I wasn't wrong to say that he did pull out a UUW Juniors, or UWW Juniors, which he did. He qualified for the Juniors and didn't, didn't wrestle in it. All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> so anyway, can yeah, we just anyways, move on? Dude, big legit. time recruit for the Buckeyes, huge, man. huge in both stature and and number. This guy is, uh, okay. He's got a similar path. Dare I say it? He's got a similar path in what he's done to one Kyle Snyder, because 
I believe that he's foregoing his senior year to go train at the Olympic Training Center as well. I like it, man. I'm pumped. To ha- I- I'm pumped that he opened his recruiting back up, that he chose Ohio State. Um, he chose Ohio State over Penn State. Um, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, Is this thing on? Is this thing on? He chose Ohio State over Penn State. Did you see that Kale flew in for a last-ditch effort? That was Karshula. We haven't got to him yet. Oh, yeah. F you, <laughs> Kale. I just wanted to get a nice little jab at him. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of, moving on. Well, hold on. Did you Do you think that we need Kurt Blatt? Or, I mean, Chase Singletary is looking pretty good. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> All right, man. we'll uh, talk but, about it. We'll talk about it a little later. Look, it, Honestly, though, without like directly answering that question, I don't care who you have on the team. You get the best talent you can get. You put him in the room and may the best man win the spot. You're damn right, especially with a guy like Kirk Witt. Look at Penn State's roster. Look at the guys they got sitting as backups. Mason Manville. Um, Verclaren. Verclaren was a world champ, cadet world champ. Yeah, no doubt about it. Just saying. Yeah, and in, you know and you know what Ohio State does. They say... We got uh, Caleb Romero. We got Rocky Jordan. We got Jaden Maddox, potentially. We've got uh, Easton Smith. You know, we're pretty solid. Maddox isn't on the roster. No, not right now. But, you know, the the rumor has it that he may eventually find himself there. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, you got all these dudes and these weights, and I'm like, "Eh, you don't need Karshla. I love Karshla. No. Instead of saying, we got guys to fill those weights, we're going to recruit over top of guys, and we're going to say, may the best man win. Because I tell you what, Carson is it? Is it Carson yeah. Karshla? Yeah, dude is. He might be the he, He's when it's phenomenal. all said and done. He might He's be phenomenal. The, he might be the best recruit out of that. Has class. there ever With been? Kirkland. Think about this. Has there ever been a wrestler whose stock has soared so much in one season? Think about this. He was a junior this year. Had never won a state title. His never first, been to states. His first two years of high school. Never been to state. Never even been to states. And then this year, I mean, look at it. He's the number four overall ranked recruit in the class of 2019. Won a state title. Did you see that Fargo bracket he won? Dude, he dominated. Dustin Plot, Whitlake. I mean, there was. The only points he gave up were the four points to Whitlake. Yeah. That's the only points he gave up at, at Fargo. Dude. And that came after, or before, I, I don't know, right around the same time when he put a. Freaking curb stomping over then number one Julian Ramirez, the the badass dude that wrestles for Blair. Right, right. Beat well, him eleven to four. Well, I think that I think that what we need to look at with with Karchla is so as a freshman he dealt with injuries. I don't think he could end up wrestling in the um, the state series. Right. As a sophomore, he wrestled one thirty eight. Uh, Cut a lot of weight. Didn't make the weight. Cut a lot of weight. He he didn't make weight for sectionals. Was it 38? Yeah. Was it 45? It was 38. 38. He, he bounced around between 38 and 45. He tried to go 38 for the state series. Couldn't do it. Couldn't make the weight. And then as a junior, he comes out at 170. And now that he's actually at a weight class that feels good for him, he's the best guy. He's the best guy. He's the best guy at his weight. It's not even close. He, I mean, he's up there with Kirk Liet. He's up there with, I, mean, I will still, t- I still to this day, I think. His semifinals match at Ironman last year against Rocky Jordan, I think he got screwed. I think he got the screw job. Yeah, and I think that had a lot more to do with just the stupid mat, like being so small and all those weird things going on. But you know what? The cool thing about that is uh, Rocky Jordan, the guy that did beat him, who gave him his last loss, um, is also an Ohio State Buckeye. So. Think about the guys that got around these weights. All right, you got Caleb Romero. Yep. All right, Rocky Jordan. Yep. Karshula. Mm-hmm. Ethan Smith. Ethan Smith. Uh, Hoffman. 
Hoffman. Yeah. I, I'm thinking Hoffman's going to be more 97. He will be, but he yeah. wrestled off at 84 this year. Exactly right. And he might go 84 next year if Ooh. Colin Moore's there. So, I mean, boy, the cupboard ain't bare, son. It's looking good. The cupboard ain't bare. And what I just love the best about all this is Kale flying in, thinking he's just going to be like, if I just show up with my bald head and my brothers, <laughs> you know, I'll bring my eight brothers with me, we're going to sit in Miron's freaking kitchen and be like, Carson, you're coming to Penn State. I love that. Uh, so Moran runs that uh, that practice. You know, he yeah. runs that little youth club or whatever. Right. And he's like, uh, he sent out that message. He said, uh, unfortunately, I have to cancel practice tonight. Coach Kel Sanders coming to my house. Kel Sanderson is coming to my house. Um, I, I, I just need to be there to tell him no. Ah, I don't think he said I just need to be there to tell him no. But I was nervous, though. Were you nervous when you found out about that? No. You know, our boy Mark. Penn State was never in Carson's top five. Our boy Marky Neiman had the inside scoop on that one. Um, but, yeah, he wasn't. And Kale came in saying, oh, this guy might be good. And he said, nah, I'm going to stay home, be a Buckeye. Um, and I'm going to roll with my boys Jordan Decatur and Kirk Fleet and me. And we're going to be the next NATO Bojo Snyder. Three recruits of two, for 2019 in the top seven overall. That's awesome. And that doesn't take into consideration little Decatur. Baby Decatur. Uh, D'Amelio. Yep. Who's also, I mean, he's a real solid, I mean, he's he's had some wins on the national level. Who else we got there? I don't remember. We got D'Amelio, Baby Decatur, and then you got those dudes. That's a solid recruiting class, man. It's exciting times to be a Buckeye fan. All right, man. Um, Ohio State wrestle-offs. They All did right. wrestle-off. Had the wrestle-offs. Broadcast on B- BTN, BTN Plus, BTN and Plus. Flow. What do you think of that? I think that's awesome, right? I think that, like, now I know that, look, we have the fortunate, um, I guess, ability to follow, we follow a team who's got a pretty substantial backing, right, as our favorite team. Not to say that we don't follow a lot of other teams, because we do enjoy a lot of other teams. I think it's really cool that Ohio State opens it up and says, Hey, come take a look. Come take a look at our wrestle-offs. I mean, what 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 are other what are other schools worried about? Tape? They worried about oh, the, don't don't want these guys to have some tape on us. You In know? today's age, there's enough tape out right. there on on all wrestlers. Right. So, the bottom line is Tom Ryan knows how to build a program in terms of hey. People are going to be excited to watch this. And people were. Flo covered it hardcore. You get on Twitter, you were watching, get on some of the message boards. You had everybody watching that because there was nothing else going on. You had fans from every team watching it. You had fans from every team bitching about how Michael Jordan still sucks on bottom. I'm not saying he does, but that, that was like the big topic of the conversations on the mat.com was like, can't believe Michael Jordan took neutral against Keisha. How many May. times do I got to tell you to stop going to that message board? I can't stop. There's a couple guys I don't even want to give them the run or the pub. Don't. But there's a couple that I want to punch virtually in the face. But anyways, that's pretty awesome, right? I mean, right? The the the, the wrestle off is amazing. I, I think it's amazing. Just the fact that Big Ten, Big Ten Plus will put this. I mean, it's not even a scrimmage. This is like a practice. Like, hey, watch our wrestle offs. Yeah. And people will tune in to watch. I think it's great. All right, so let's go. Let's talk about some of these wrestle offs. Um, a couple of big ones, but let's start off first with. I think the intriguing weight class this year, 125. What do the Bucks do at 125? They haven't had to really worry about this weight class for a while. Dude named NATO locked it down for a little bit for okay. us. Yeah, three out of his four years. Didn't he wrestle 133? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, did. thank yeah. you. Don't look at me that way, man. 
<laughs> that was when we had uh, Jose Rodriguez wrestling 25. And then he got in a bar fight, and now I think he's like, I don't know. Who I'm, cares? Anyway. He's in Notre Dame, I think. So we got a nice nice recruit this year, freshman Malik Heinzelman, taking on uh, NATO's backup last year, filled in admirably in a few matches. Uh, he did. Bracken Mead. Yeah. Um, Heinzelman won four to three. I, I tell you what, dude, I'm actually I'm actually a little surprised that Heinzelman won won that match. Well, you know, so, so Heinzelman had to beat uh, Hunter Lucas, the transfer from Maryland, in the match before that to to wrestle, and he beat him by one, one or two, and then uh, you know he goes and wrestles Bracken Mead. I think to say so, he, hear me out because I, I have a different take than what you what you what you what you just said. You have a top recruit for that weight class coming in and he beats Bracken Mead who a great a, a solid backup okay he's a solid backup and that's great Bracken Mead you need guys like Bracken Mead to be in there to push the pace on the starters and to be able to also fill in and win I mean I think he was 8 and 12 last year when he started he placed in some opens he had a dual win over Princeton I remember watching that that was pretty cool you know, he wears that Buckeye singlet. That's awesome. And that's awesome for him. But to think that you're surprised that Malik Heinzelman, an elite-style recruit, I think he was number one recruit in the country from the weight of 120. Like the number one 120 in the country. To only win 4-3 to three over a guy who uh, wasn't a national-level recruit. I'd like to see a little bit more from Malik. I mean, that's you're reiterating what I said. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Heinzman won that match. That's what I said. All right, here's a guy, Heinzman. Yes, he's an elite recruit. Okay, I, I give you that. I'm not taking that away. But do you not remember our conversation that we had about Heinzman after last year's Ironman? We both came back from Ironman not really impressed with Heinzman. Oh, that's right. Okay, he's undersized. He, he definitely is. What we saw at the Ironman last year um, was very on his feet. Was very one dimensional with that carry. Right. Okay. Julius like exactly. I almost okay. like pictured him as that. Exactly. So good point. for him to come into this wrestle off as still an undersized one twenty five. They say what well, I think the, the reports are out there that he's gotten himself up to walking around at one thirty three. One you know one thirty one thirty three. He's an undersized true freshman. Shit, I wish I was one hundred twenty five pounder. All right, that takes on. Um, a guy like Bracken Mead, who I mean, he, Bracken was not a, a, like a huge recruit by any means, but he's a grinder. D one state Ohio State champ, a, a, an Ohio State champ, who, as you just said, went out and won eight matches last year wrestling for the Buckeyes. Placed okay? in some opens. Placed in some opens. Um, I thought Mead was going to win that wrestle off. Did you really? I really did. I thought he was going to win the wrestle off. Now, does it really matter right now? No, because they're not going to pull Heinzelman's shirt. Especially, not right now. Well, not right now. There's no, there's no point. Right. There's no point. I, I would be very um, inquisitive and questioning of if Tom pulled Heinzelman's shirt right away over a 4-3 win. Now, Heinzelman controlled the match, right? He's slick on his feet. But That's he, what would impress me. Like, I think we saw more from him on his feet in this wrestle-off yep. than we have, especially than what we exactly saw in Ironman. Right. And that, to me... That's yep. promising. That's 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 an evolution, right? So what you look for in college wrestlers, whether they're red shirt freshmen or true freshmen. Or a revolution. <laughs> Damn it, I think I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> but what I think you look for in these red shirt freshmen or fre- regular freshmen is is e- evolution. Right? You look for evolution in, in the way you can wrestle. Now he had no chance he he didn't hold Brackham, he didn't scare Brackham meat on top at all. He couldn't even ride him to a you know, to, to to collect riding time. Right. Um 
that that's him being young, you know, young and small. Yep, yeah, and Mead's small too. Mead's not a big twenty five pounder. He'll, he'll be the first guy to tell you that. Actually, um, he's getting bigger. Uh, you, you, th- you throw Bracken Mead I mean, out. You were actually the first guy to tell me that. Yeah. You th- oh, okay. Just saying. Well, me, I watched some videos on Mead saying that. Um, you you throw Mead out there and um, you let him beat. You know, fifty percent of the guys he wrestles and lose to fifty percent of the guys he wrestles. If Mead was our starter, he would have a back end chance, in my opinion, to qualify for NCAA's back end. And honestly, I feel the same about Heinzman at this point. At this point, right, right. At this point, so just like Mymar when he lost to that random dude from Michigan and then goes and wins an NCAA title, we've got a whole year for a freshman to progress. Absolutely, not and saying so he's going to be Mymar. You, you let Heinzelman go out to opens. You oh, let yeah. him continue to train. What oh, yeah. I would like to see them do is get him into some prestigious opens like the Midlands. Get him out Midlands. There. Let him go to Midlands. Let him see how he fares against top notch. Oh yeah, D one college like wrestlers. Saying. And if he goes out there. Maybe he places. Maybe he just goes out there and he wins a few matches and looks good in the process. Then maybe you start to have that conversation. Do we pull this guy? I love what you just said. You are dead on. You're dead on. Because the bottom line is, we don't need him this year. No, I mean, Heinzelman will not be, be the difference of us winning a national championship or coming in second. Right. That's not going to happen. Right, and I don't know if Heinzelman will even be the difference between us getting a trophy or not getting a trophy. Exactly, and if, I, if, I agree. If Heinzelman's the difference between getting a trophy and not getting a trophy, you pull him because I think that you want that trophy run, right? I, we're not going to win, okay? Odds are very slim that we're going to win an NCAA title this year. Yes, PA, PSU fans, that's great. But there is something to be said about a team that continually is getting trophies. Agreed. So if Heinzelman can help with that, but I'm not sure at this point a four to three win over Bracken Mead is is indicative of me thinking that he can even because bottom line is unless Heinzelman can all American, what does he do? Get he gets an extra two points. He gets an extra two points at NCAA's if that Bracken that. couldn't do. If that, right? Yeah. No, I get you. All right. So I think we're both on the same page for that. Um, let's just go. Let's just talk about Hayes and Jordan. Sure. Let's, all right. I'm Hayes all about. Jordan. I mean, that was. I think that's the marquee. Wrestle off match everybody wanted to see. Um, everybody knows. Look, Micah Jordan has been the consummate team guy for the Ohio State Buckeye wrestling team. Okay, went in as a freshman, cut a ton of weight to wrestle 141, a match away from All American, lost to a very tough guy, tough Randy Cruz, uh, by like a point or so at nationals in the round of 12. Did not All American. Went back the next year, got that All American status at 149, where the, his only losses were to Sorensen and Zane, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's right. Yeah, Sorensen and Zane, and then and and beating a lot of guys along the way. Absolutely beating up like dudes that everybody holds really high esteem. Then he goes up to 157 last year. I mean, let's just be honest; it was for the team. Went up to 157 for the team. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Okay, and I don't think people the. He weighed in, what, three pounds under? The casual average wrestling fan I don't think realizes what a big jump going from 149 to 157 is. I mean, 157, you're wrestling dudes that are coming down from like 170 plus, okay? Oh, yeah, no, I think that, I think that 170 is a really good number for exactly. that. Exactly, and, um, and, and I think that we saw some of Micah's deficiencies exposed last year, specifically his deficiency on bottom because these guys are bigger than him. Stronger. Bigger, stronger, and... I don't care what kind of shape that Micah Jordan was in. When you're carrying the weight of guys who are physically bigger and stronger than you, all right, it's going to wear you down. But he still went out, still was an All-American for the second year in a row. In fact, what Micah Jordan did was kind of impressive. Now, the only match that I'm like, I want back. Tyler Berger. Berger. Yeah. Because he beat him at Biggs. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only yeah. one right there. That's the there. one I want back. Yes. Now, what I like back the first Shields match because he beat him in the second, I don't care. 
But you know what I'm saying? That's early season right. stuff right there. But burger. Yeah. I want that burger match back because you know what? Then he's wrestling for what? Or then he gets fifth? Third and fourth. Or third and fourth. And then all of a sudden. Nah, or was that for fifth and sixth? Ah, I can't remember. But either way, then he. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have the stats in front of me, man. No, it's okay. But you're right. That, we, both, you, we both said the same thing. Burger's the only match I want back because he beat him at Biggs. But Burger had a hell of an NCAA tournament. Burger took third at the NCAA tournament, I think. Didn't he? I don't know. I don't have the stats yeah, in front of me right yeah, now. It doesn't matter. It's early All boys I know is Burger, it's early boys and girls. Burger did not have the greatest of regular seasons by his standards and put it together an amazing run at the national tournament, including that win over Micah Jordan. And I agree with you. That's the one I'd want back. You know the one I don't want back? When Micah decked camera at Biggs. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> so anyways. Anyway, back to this wrestle-off. So listen. Keyshawn Hayes last year lost out at 141, goes up to 49. All right, now this year Jordan says he wants to go back down. We're talking about consummate team. What do you? This is the consummation of consummate teams. What are your thoughts? The Mike going back down. I, I think I think that he has the right to do it on a typical on a year where the team has a chance to uh, make the uh, or to win the title. No, you, you, Tom Ryan gets to dictate a little bit more, but in this circumstance. When a team doesn't have a chance to make to win a title, Micah Jordan should be able to dictate where he wants to wrestle. He's never been able to do that. I, I think those are all valid points. I don't I don't really disagree with anything you just said there, um, other than the fact that that Micah Jordan did dictate where he wanted to go when he wrestled one forty nine and was an all American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just splitting hairs. But no, I I look, I think for for the team. It would be best to have Jordan at 157. For he's proving he All-American. You know, absolutely. Um, but it, I think he's done everything that's ever been asked of him. He, I mean, he just, God, he's just taken one for the team multiple times. And honestly, this year, him at 149, he's definitely in the talk for title contendership right now. He's number one, in my opinion. With who we have at 149 with the way 149 is right now. I mean, who's who's ahead of him? Kaladzic maybe? Kaladzic, and then you got a Grant Leith and stuff like that. Yeah. No, he, he, pedigree-wise, him and Kaladzic are right up there. I'll tell you one thing. The fact that he cut to 41 as a freshman, he's earned the right to do that. I mean, do you remember that suck? Yeah, I remember he was wrestling 57-49 and opens that oh, year. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that he, he was sucked out. Or the year before, I guess. Yeah, 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 he was sucked out. He wrestled 57 the entire time until... He dropped to 49 at the end of the year when they were thinking he might have to replace Hunter Stever. But yeah, no, he, he deserves to wrestle 49. And not only does he deserve it, he earned it. He earned it. He beat Keyshawn Hayes in two matches. Two to one, eight to two. I mean, he, he definitely earned it. How do you view this from Keyshawn Hayes' perspective, though? Yeah, it's a bummer. One, I think that, one, I think that Keyshawn Hayes, if he wants to, can get a sixth year. The way that I'm seeing six years uh, being given out. Okay, two... Look, man. I mean, you, you can you can do one of two things. You know, you can you can roll with the punches, wrestle one fifty seven. You know, this year he's not going to go down. Ch- the reason why he bumped up, I'm assuming, isn't because he can't make one forty one. It's because he knows he can't beat Joey McKenna because Joey McKenna might be the hottest guy on that team right now. Um, so he's going to have to wrestle fifty seven, and it's going to be a similar year as at forty nine, maybe even a little tougher. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot tougher. Yeah. 157 is a pretty stacked weight class. And then you got a guy that's going up two weight classes, basically. I mean, Hayes is a legitimate 41-pounder. If he cuts. Okay. He, he, he could be a fine 49. Right, Absolutely. He was a fine 49 last year. I right. mean, he was the four seed at Nationals, right? Right. right? And, I mean, 
even if he won the spot this year, I get it. I know he didn't, you know, All-American last year, but he I still think he would be a, a title contender at 149. He beat with, last year when they wrestled. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure I agree with you about the six-year thing, but you never know, like you said, with the way things are being given out. Um, I, I hope that he just – I hope he stays positive. I hope he just says, look, that just means I get to eat more. Lift more and go Hell out yeah. and just you know wrestle and do his best to get on the podium. He needs man. to drink a couple more beers. You know what? You don't got to drink Bud Light now. Drink Bud Heavy. Drink some PBR. What we need to do to help the Buckeyes is we need to go down there and get them hammered at least three, four times a week. I don't think that's going to help them. That'll help them out. I don't think. And that's plus, if he wrestles hungover, the guys will feel real strong. <laughs> I don't even know what you're no, saying. No, Sean, don't do that. Um, you know, in that match, the, the first one he kind of gave up. He was up 1-0 because Micah took neutral, and Keyshawn went down, and Micah took him down with, like, 30 seconds left. Right. I, Keyshawn actually looked better that match. His reattacks and his uh, go-behinds, he didn't quite get him. But I, I, I will agree. I think that he did look a little bit better, like one, almost like the better man didn't win type thing in the first match. Second match, better man won. Uh, um, Micah Jordan got in on a number of different shots. He looked excellent. He got, Keyshawn took top. Micah got out in, like, 10 seconds. I think we were communicating like via text about this match before it happened, and I said stylistically, I thought Hayes matched up well with Jordan. Because, yeah, you like Hayes in that match, uh, didn't you? Hayes is very good defending single-leg shots with that quick go-behind that he's got, and I thought that was to his advantage. He's also a pretty decent rider. You let him get on top, and he can ride. I oh, God, yeah, he can. You know, and so I thought that worked out to his advantage. But, again, you're talking about guys that just battle each other all the time in practice. They know each other. So... Well, who thinks that my, some people on the message boards are saying that like Michael Jordan isn't that good? I'm like, they're dumb. The, the dude is excellent. They're dumb. He's a two time All American. He's what? He's beat the likes of Kemmerer. Sophomore and year, yeah. Sophomore year, he only lost to Sorensen and Zane Rutherford. He beat Kemmerer last year. I mean, he's got tons of wins against All Americans. Yeah, they're dumb. They're dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. Dummies. Stupid. I hate them. Dummies. Right, let's just let's list them all right now. Next okay. time I take a poop, I will name it after them. So Elijah Cleary versus Aaron. I'm just kidding. No. I'm kidding. You know what I was really surprised? I mean, this one surprised me was the Tayshan Campbell and Ethan Smith matches. I was surprised okay. they were as close as they were. Really? I mean, because this isn't Tayshan Campbell at 165. Right. This is Campbell up at 174. Looking we, like a full 74-pounder. Yeah, it, every bit of 174. We all thought last year's struggles was due to the weight cut. We thought him bumping up this year, we're going to see some more explosiveness, more offense out of him. You know, the <laughs> fact of the matter is, last year, he backed up across the mat an awful lot. Would you agree with me? <laughs> In that Michigan State match, you did. <laughs> um, but Ethan Smith, I mean, it was 3-1 to one sudden victory first match, 4-2 to two second match. I, and again, I know they're teammates. They know each other. They battle each other in the practice room. But I, I don't know, Ben. I, th- I think it has more Is to do. Is he maxed out? No, I think it has more to do with it. Ethan Smith's actually a pretty darn good wrestler. You know, he was, good uh, point. I think he was ranked 50th in the country, pound for pound, big board, coming out. And, um, you know, he originally committed to Iowa State. Then they had that Iowa State debacle where, they, you know, coaches got, you know, different coaches. Decided to come to Ohio State. Um, had some decent results last year. Unfortunately, his best results were the close win is, wins, like, or close losses. So, like, Dakota Gear, who's maybe starting for Oklahoma State. I think he beat Gear. No, he lost to him by two. No, I'm, I just, you might want to fact I recently check that. It up. Fact check that. Okay, I recently looked. It, I recently looked it up on WrestleStat. Um, All right, we're gonna go to the official replay review. You, you, hey, look it up. I will. 
the ruling on the field has been overturned. Yeah. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> You're right. Nine to seven loss. Edinburgh yeah. Open. But, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, he scrapped with the guy, with the guys likes of Jelani Embry, who's going to be starting, I think, for Michigan State this year. Or excuse me, Michigan this year at 84. Because he was wrestling at 84 last year. So I'm not sure it has so much to do with Campbell. You know, yeah, I, look, I, I think Campbell is what he is. I, I'm not sure I'm penciling him in, penciling him in as an All-American contender. He He's one of those guys, if the bracket falls right, he'll be in the round of 12, and who knows what could happen then. 174 stacked. Dude. Right. And that's 174 what I mean. is stupid stack. Right. I mean, look, you've got... You, you've got the incumbents, Mark Hall, Zahid Valencia right now. You've got, you know, um, you got guys like Kimmer coming up. You've still got, uh, who's the Lehigh guy? Come on, come on. Cutler. Yeah, Cutler. Um, I mean. We don't talk about Michigan guys. No, I'm just kidding. You got a mean. I mean, so 174. Taylor Lujan there, too. Probably. Yeah, I mean, you got some. Dudes. 174 is going to be dirty this no, year. No, that's what I mean. So. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm, I'm not penciling Campbell in as an <laughs> as, a, as an All American guy here. I'm th- like I said, I think his ceiling is making the round of twelve, and then who knows what could happen. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, I guess the other wrestle off that was pretty intriguing, or I guess surprising, was probably the heavyweight one. I mean, Ohio State loses Kyle Snyder. Um, Gary Traub took on Chase Singletary. Singletary, the big recruit. Traub comes out victorious, three to two. Wrestled like a typical heavyweight. Yeah, that concerns me. Singletary was the number one ranked one twenty or two twenty pounder coming out of high school, and um, you know we we were always we our concern was can he be big enough for heavyweight? And uh, well, I think he is. Yeah, he's he's on the smaller side, but you know, look, you want to name some smaller side heavyweights that have had success? We can name them. And uh, you know, losing to Gary Traub uh, from Sycamore High School actually in Cincinnati. Is probably you know mad props to Gary Traub because that's probably not the type of win that makes me feel pretty comfortable that he's going to be able to uh, take down the likes of Sam Stoles and Nick Nevels, et cetera, et cetera. Look, Singletary was the more offensive wrestler in that match. Absolutely, okay? I think he probably attempted pretty much all of the offensive shots. Traub did not do a whole lot. He still won the match. The stall calls were not being called very frequently or probably like they should have been. Okay. Trop still won that match fair and square. Um, is it surprising? In a way, yes. I, I you gotta expect close matches when teammates are wrestling each other off. We've already we've already said that. Okay, it's gonna be a close match. Trop didn't do a whole lot, st- got the victory. Um with that said, I think we're gonna probably see both of them throughout the year. We're gonna see them both quite a bit and ultimately Tom Ryan will figure out who the best guy, who the best wrestler is to go. Um, I don't think this wrestle off is going to be indicative no. whatsoever of who the starter is at that at that weight. If it would be, I think it would have been a two out of three. Absolutely. So look, speaking of, why was Smith and Campbell two out of three? Because they thought that Ethan Smith had a chance to win. Is that why? I, yeah. I, I, okay. I no, p- people are really high on Smith, man. Now, Ethan Smith is good. I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. I was just curious why that one was two out of three and not. The other ones, except for Mike and Keyshawn, because I, th- I think the ones they did two out of three were the ones that they thought that were actually contestable. I, d- I don't think that the coaches thought that the that the Chase Singletary Gary Traub one was going to be contestable. And and let's be honest, who's getting the money? Who's Singletary? The- yeah, so he's going to be the starter at the end of the year. I can guarantee that. I can I can guarantee it. All right, before we move on, real quick, putting you on the spot, my man. All right, Michael Jordan or the field national champion? Who you taking? Forty nine. Man, you're killing me, dog. Uh, 
I'm going to take the field at this point because of the uh, the bottom deficiencies of Micah Jordan, but I think it's close, which is that's pretty good because typically you don't just have one versus the field. So yeah, I'm going to take the field. It's a, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking the field, um, but I think that Micah has just as good, if not better, as a chance to win it than anybody else at that weight. Gotcha. What about you? I think if you're a betting person, the smart bet is always going to be the field in that, unless you're talking about a guy like Zane Rutherford, Kyle Snyder, whatever, Jason Nolf, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the fact that he's back down to 149, where two years ago the only two people he lost to was Sorensen and, and Rutherford, both guys are gone. He's got victories over some of the guys that are in the in top guys in that weight class already. I think Jordan has a very good chance of winning a national title. He absolutely does. Absolutely. It's early. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's early. Ooh, this is baby, all just, it's October 26th. This is all just bullshit talking right now. But, um, you know another match, and, and we're not going to dive in too deep to it. Miles Martin, man, he looked amazing. Because Gavin Hoffman's no slouch. Ga- Gavin Hoffman is I thought stud. Hoffman looked pretty good he for battled. being a true freshman going up against a three-time All-American national champion, Miles Martin. You're damn right. You're damn right. I mean, he lost 15-7, to 7, but you know what? Hoffman's the real he's the real fucking deal. Right. And I think that's what I think that shows you that there's some depth there, baby. You could pl- say uh Colin Moore knock on water Miles Martin got hurt. You plug Gavin Hoffman in and I guarantee he's contending to be an All-American. I guarantee he's contending to be an All-American and Miles or Miles Martin just went out and destroyed him. I tell you what, I'm not sure I see anybody in 184 pound weight class at this point, you know, obviously At this point the yeah, way it stands at I agree this point, with you. No, at this I mean, point, the way it I stands. I mean, if Emory Parker's and, and Taylor Vans are the twos and the threes, I mean, I think Miles Martin teched Emory Parker last year at Cliff Keen. The fact that Bo Nickel went to 197 and Zahid Valencia, as of now, staying at 174, I mean, that's like Miles Martin couldn't ask for anything. I love it. I'm sure if I'm Miles Martin. If I'm the competitor that he is, I'm saying I want to go with one of those guys. I want to. Sure. I want. I want to scrap with one of those guys. You think he doesn't want to wrestle nickel ne- again? Yeah, I know he wants another piece of nickel. I, I get that. I. No, I don't but, want him to have. But another as a piece Buckeye of fan, yeah, I don't want him to have I another mean, piece of nickel. Like I don't want another elevator. I don't want another double leg. We got him on his back. We're about to win the NCAA title, and then we, and get, we pinned. get pinned. Yeah. So, but you're right. What do you think about nickel going up? He didn't have to go up. I think he's getting ready for, uh, you know, 86 kilos. You think Bo Nichols going up to get his senior season of college to get ready for 86 kilos for 2020? 19, so, maybe. You I think that's know. why? Maybe he's just got too big. I don't know. The dude is tall as shit. He's pretty tall. I mean, why would he do it? He's, he ain't running from anybody. I mean, it just it is what it is, man. I think that maybe Shakur, Shakur probably might. That's a better weight for Shakur at Absolutely. So maybe for, but I don't know. They don't need to do that. It just seemed odd to me. Like, that was so unexpected. Like, That's a great point. I don't have an answer to that. was so unexpected. God, he's got great hair, though. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, it, is, it is a little strange that he's going up, but I, I have no reason why. All right, last thing concerning the Buckeyes before we get on to the World Championships. Um, just announced, Joey McKenna. Wrestling at the NWCA All-Star Classic against Cade Brock, 141 pounds. Yeah, that's fun. That's going to be a fun match, in my opinion. I'm excited. I, I'm actually excited to see Cade Brock up at 141 pounds. Yeah, I think he's been cutting a little bit of weight the past couple of years. I, I, you know, I'm not sure it's affected him in a, a ton, but he's definitely got the length for it. He's definitely got the length for it. Um, that's a contrast in style. Oh, you got, absolutely. You got kitchen sink Brock versus real solid McKenna. You know, and and people—it's kitchen sink. It's inside trips and slide buys. Well, he's got he's got some great low singles too. He's got some great outside attacks. McKenna, people people 
kind of pigeonhole him as more of a defensive wrestler, but he's not. He's got great offense great too, and, and, and double. Yeah, and he can wrestle. And, and he, can he can ride. Wrestle. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he can ride. So um, that'll be fun to watch. You know, I, 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 I don't. I'd be surprised if Brock wins. One forty-one is again shaping up to be a very nasty weight class this year. Yeah, I mean, you got Ironman, you got Lee, you got Yanni D, um, McKenna. Hey, that's that's a hell of a weight class. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm taking McKenna. We'll do our picks here soon. <laughs> it's too early to do that, but yeah, I hear you. All right, you want to talk about worlds? I'd love to. Unfortunately, my damn bracket won't pull up. Okay. Do you need your bracket to, to talk about them? <laughs> no. Well, men's freestyle. I mean, we're guaranteed seven medals, right? Guaranteed seven medals and possibly four golds. We already we already secured thir- three golds. If we get four golds, it'll be the It'll be the most since 1995 when we took four. That's crazy. That's insane. Four golds, dude. And we thought last year. What last year we took uh, two golds and six medals, and that was a hell of a performance. We won the world last year with that. It's crazy to think that. I, I don't mean. I just. I get Russia's already secured the team title. I get that. We still have two matches left in men's freestyle. Um, you've got the obviously the the big one that everybody wants to see, ninety seven kilograms, uh, Snyder versus Sajulayev, um, and then I think what you have uh, the seventy kilogram championships tomorrow as well, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, but the United States, man, I mean that was like an all time performance for the United States this weekend. Do you think it was better than last year? I mean, I think seven, we had more people take second last year than we did this year. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? More people in the finals. Honestly. But seven, it, yeah, seven I'll tell medals. you right now, if we medal seven times and four of them are gold medals, yeah, I think it's better than last year. Okay. Uh, now, not. We had six of eight last year. Seven of, seven of ten. Six, eight? What? We had six medals out of eight weights last year. Okay. Seven of ten this year. So it's pretty much, yeah, the wash. I get you. All right, whatever. Um,. It's funny, dude. Everybody, like, first day, David Taylor, like, was the man. Like, everybody was like, David Taylor's the best guy in the world. He's the best this and that. I mean, his performance was amazing, and I'm, and, I, and I'm happy for him. What about Kyle Dake outscoring his opponents 37 to nothing on, a way, on his way to a fucking gold medal? His first time competing at the Worlds? <sighs> 37 to nothing. You know the last time that happened? Helen Marulis, 52-0 last year. Yeah, that's actually correct. But other than that, yeah, you're right. I mean, that that is, you, you are um, creeping into pretty rare territory. That's insane. Especially at this day and age and with av- the shot clock points and the step-out points. In avenging the loss, his loss at the the, the Uregan. To the Russian? Yeah, to the he Russian. Messed that Russian he, up. I mean, dude, he, he jacked. I mean, it was like, what, 13 to nothing, 11 to nothing? Yeah, he tacked him. But I'm telling you, there was a there was a position during that time when he had an overhook, and the Russian was trying to drive him out of bounds with an underhook. They had to review this. And Dake, with his foot literally on the edge, overhook, chucks him for four. It was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. I tell you what. And then he goes and he Dake bombs him for five. He just beats a Russian who he lost to 8-2 to two at the Uregan in the finals. And he beats him by tech fall. And that guy was like, people, I mean, people were thinking that he was going to, you know, win. You know, a lot of people, if you ask people, weren't picking Dake. And he goes out there and he just beats the hell out of him. I, it's, you know, it's ironic. It's like, 
So many people talked about how boring Dake was to watch in college, but he's legitimately one of my favorite guys to watch internationally. Well, I think the style fits him really Absolutely. well. I think I think that he he goes big with those. Uh, you know, he's got big moves. He's got Dake bombs. He's got from, great hips. Yes, and he's a big tosser. He's a big thrower. I mean, he can he can launch he can launch dudes. Well, that that's the thing is you know we saw that at uh, World Cup when he locked that dude up in the the, um, the chest wrap and launched him. And then I tell you what, just as good as when he when he launched the Russian um, in, in the in the World Semis. I was a little worried about that match, but as soon as as soon as the whistle blew and I saw the way Dake was moving and the way Dake was wrestling him, and then he took him down, I was like, "There's no way Dake's losing this match." I didn't think it was going to be that big of a freaking domination. But you're right, Dake. Now, granted, Dake didn't have to wrestle a Yazdani Chirati, but that being said, Dake put on probably the most impressive performance of he put on the most impressive performance, not based on who he wrestled, of any American. Now, I think it's going to be hard pressed to say that it was a little more more impressive than David Taylor's draw when he had to wrestle the one and the three before he even made the finals, and he's the two, and he beat he has to wrestle the one first round, and this Chirati dude Yazani Chirati is just crazy. I mean, he beat the hell out of everybody else he wrestled. I'm beat not the hell out of him. David Taylor's performance was amazing. I mean, it was it, it was absolutely amazing. He dominated. He dominated his way to a gold medal. I mean, look, eleven to six over Chirati, ten to nothing over the you know Belarus guy. Um, beat Cuba eight to nothing, seven to five against Russia, twelve to two Tech fall in the finals. Right. Right. I, I mean, great performance. But for I me, mean, world class performance. But, it, but for me, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But for me, a man to go out there at the World Championship that stage. And not allow a single point to shut you down. Your opponent's thirty-seven to nothing. That's crazy. But you know what even makes this more impressive? Like, you know what's even more impressive about all this? It just goes to show you how fucking good Jordan Burroughs has been. There it is. Both of these guys have been waiting. It took it took the UWW adding two extra weights for these guys to get their shot because they've been sitting behind Jordan Burroughs and. Cox. Quasi Jaden Cox because Dake wrestled Jaden Cox for the spot at the Olympic for the Olympic team a couple years ago. Um Dake and uh Taylor did. Yeah. Two uh a while back, Dake wrestled or um for the Olympic team, Dake beat Taylor and then so Dake had to wrestle Cox in the finals, Cox beat him, and then last year Cox beat Taylor out for the team. Yep. So I mean Cox but, did but shut it him just down. goes to show you like how how good. I mean, it's been a while. So, Jordan, I'm sorry, Kyle Dake and David Taylor have been out of college for a while. All right. By, by, by your average standards, I suppose. And it just goes to show you how good Jordan Burroughs is and was because they've essentially either been sitting behind him or running to other weights because of him. Yeah, Jordan Burroughs is wrestling for the United States um, over the past seven, seven years. Seven years or what? Yeah, seven eight years. Seven, yeah, eight years. absolutely. Two thousand eleven, when he won his first world gold, he's managed to stave off two dudes that would have maybe gone one, two, and three in the world. It's it insane. It could have been. He he managed to stave off Kyle Dake and David Taylor, and his run, the run that Jordan Burroughs is on right now. Yeah, I know he took bronze this year. Okay, he lost in the last eight seconds to the damn Russian, who ended up winning it. 
but the run that Jordan Burroughs is on right now, especially at his age in wrestling years, I mean, it's not he's not super old at all, but, I mean, he's certainly not young. To be able to stave off these two dudes, and I saw a uh, tweet by Tirapelli. I don't know if you saw him. Adam Tirapelli that tweeted. Yep. But yeah, that basically, that you know, they kind of owe that to Jordan Burroughs because Jordan Burroughs made them make adjustments, made them continue to wrestle hard, made them continue to train hard because they can't rest on their laurels because that wasn't their weight class. You know, because... It wasn't like, all right, this is my weight class. I get to sit in the finals. Nobody in the United States can beat me, so maybe I'll take a couple of days off. He made them. He was part of what made – and whether you know whether or not you agree with me or not, I think it's true. He's part of what made them who they are today. I 100% agree with you. I, in fact, I was just sitting here thinking, if you think about this, Jordan Burroughs won his first world medal, what, 2011, right? 2011, 2011. I okay. We were coming – that was like the end – of what we'll call the dark ages for USA wrestling. I mean, we were coming out of just some shit. It was still shitty, pretty dark. Shitty times, right? right? People were one and dunning it, basically. Um, Cejudo was a, a classic example of that. Um, you know, a bunch of guys just kind of, we were rotating multiple people out. Guys didn't want to stay. They would wrestle aside, you know, wrestle out of world. Wasn't Olympics, a lot of money around. Of money. Yeah, and then bolt for UFC or something else. Jordan Bros is Bruce, the Tiger Woods of wrestling. He got these guys paid. He did. He was a big part of that. And he's a big part of the resurgence of USA Wrestling, which, for men's freestyle, you know, the world champs last year, team champs last year, team runner-ups this year. That's And that's nothing to bat your eye at. I mean, it's a huge accomplishment. Against the cheating Russians? Hell yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, and, and speaking of Burroughs, for him to lose that match and come back, and still take bronze over Chimizo, having to beat Chimizo, hell yeah, in that in that match to win that medal. To me, that's fucking impressive. It's, man. it's so impressive because he was so excited when he won that match. He was pumped when he won that match against Chimizo, which to me makes him think makes me think that it matters to him. Grab me one of them beers, will you, Brandon? It matters to him, man. Um, world medals matter to him. The way he's perceived, I think it's very clear. That the way that um, uh, Jordan Bros is perceived by uh, the wrestling community matters to him, and that does—I don't think that's a bad thing, okay. And the fact that he came back and took silver or took bronze and said, "Look, what did he say? If you can't always get what you want, you got to get what you can. If you can't get what you want, you got to get what you can." He lost. He lost to um, uh, I forget the name of the guy. Um, and I apologize. It starts with an S from Russia. And, you know, you're going to have to forgive us, guys. We're not the best at the uh, – Sadikov. Sadikov. Lost to him tight. Six to five. Yeah. No, he was up. Right. Eight I mean, he lost left. six to five. Yeah, he, got, he, he was up with eight seconds left and got pushed out. He was up on criteria. And for him to come back, and then he had to win another match, and then he had to wrestle uh, – Chimizo. Chimizo. I mean, he 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 won his first match four to three, lost six to five, went one nine to nothing, and then beat Chimizo on criteria four to four. Yeah, yeah. it's a hell of a run, and that was a very important point for the USA because we were still in it at the time. And even better, even better for him because I think he said that his goal is to stick around for that twenty twenty cycle. Right, he sits, sits to the, the finals. finals next year. Yeah, because if Dake wants that, he's gonna have to drop down, and he can't sit. Exactly, that's true. That's true, man. And now I wonder if Dake does drop down next year if he waits a year. It'll be interesting. That's for another. That's for another conversation. Topic of conversation. Um, but, but you're exactly right. I, I consider Jordan Burroughs the Tiger Woods of wrestling. He's starting to get these guys paid. 
you know, these guys that weren't sticking around, these Cejudos, the Ben Askrens, those people you hear on their podcast all the time. We weren't getting paid. You can't blame them. I get it. I totally right. get it. It takes a lot of work and dedication and commitment and sacrifice, especially financially, to to continue to train. You know, for a full four year cycle. When you when go into the paid. cage and make some money, right? I mean, look what going to the cage got Askren. Okay, I mean, dude is dude is worked out really well. Dude for is him. wealthy. People, I don't think people realize how wealthy Askren is from his fighting days. Hey, speaking of, did you see where he just tweeted out today? What about fighting Diaz? About fighting UFC, they said somebody said uh, there's talks now that him getting back. UFC is trying to get him in there. Bullshit. Somebody said put a percentage on it. He tweeted out 98. percent Whoa. Yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on. Um, look, Kyle Dake, total domination. David Taylor, total domination. Jaden Cox. I mean, here's a guy. Who, Woo. If you think about what he's been able to do, it's, it's it, again, it's another story that's just so impressive. I mean, he finished his senior season at collegiate wrestling, decided just after his senior season, says, oh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try to make this Olympic team. I'm going to be the nine seed yeah. at the team trials. Exactly. Not only does he make the team, he goes out, wins a bronze medal. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, right. No, you're damn right he did. Next year, world championships. You know, after that controversial... Uh, well, he had a great draw, and he loses in the... But but yeah. after the controversial, you know, uh, match to make the oh, team against right. David Taylor... Oh, Slippery went wet. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, a little Bon Jovi action out there. <laughs> <laughs> Kale, Kale Sanderson throws a chair. <laughs> David Taylor throws a fit. David Taylor was pointing at um, Bill Zadig, like, I'm going to murder you. David Taylor's dad's screaming in the stands. <laughs> I told David Taylor to sh- shut the F up. <laughs> Anyway, he goes out, wins another medal, all right? A little bronze medal action. Bronze medal. I mean, then goes out in his third attempt this year and finally gets over the hump, wins that gold medal. This dude, That's look, look what's I, up. honestly, man, I don't... Jaden Cox makes... He re, he wrestles so effortlessly that he makes it look so easy that I don't think people realize how how fucking good he is. Right. And, and I think the biggest thing is people, people when they watch Cox wrestle, they're like, does he care? Because he's just so lackadaisical. He he del- he totally cares. Totally cares. He had you, you don't grind out in the sport if you don't care. You know he had a terrible draw. So he had Sharif off from Azerbaijan on his side, um, who I, I think was one of the only guys that's really given him fits. Like, you know and, and and it's not lucky because it is what it is, and I still think that Cox would have won. Karimi from Iran beat Sharif off seven freaking O in the uh second round. And then Karimi goes and beats the dude from uh, Russia, texts him, and then Cox has got him. Cox beats Karimi for the third time, I think, um, five to two. Look, he earned it, man. He earned the gold medal. But I, I'm so look, Ben. I'm sorry. This isn't this isn't really directed at you. It's kind of it's just it's all encompassing. I'm so tired of hearing people bitch about the draws and the seeds from the world championships. People, I'm not bitching that about them. You, you were. One. Oh, you were. I got the text messages to prove it, my my friend. Well, no, I was all mad right. that I was mad that Taylor had to wrestle Yazdani first round. That's stupid. You, you, people, well, that's stupid. Everybody was bitching about seeds and draws. Look, it's the world fucking championships, man. It's a tough tournament. But There's nobody tough wants to see Yazdani Taylor first round. But they, you know, the seeding criteria. I understand that. You, they know the seeding criteria. All right. They know what to expect. Well, Taylor was seated. Either was, get it was seated Yazdani's dumbass or get randomly drawn. Well, it was Yazdani's dumbass that didn't get seated. Okay, but I mean that's that's part of it. But people were bitching about UWW, 
You were bitching about you, Debbie. No, no, I did not. Hold on. All I said was, I think it's stupid that Taylor and Yazdani were wrestling first round. Anyways, we're talking about Jaden Cox here, so I don't know. I mean, if you really want to continue this conversation, that's fine. You know the guy that Jaden Cox beat in the finals hadn't had a point scored on him? The guy from Belarus? So, Jaden Cox goes out and beats him 4-1, and that guy did not want to wrestle him. Cox, (laughs) old freaking dude, he got in on a couple great shots, couldn't quite finish, two shot clock points. That shows you right there that Jaden Cox was wrestling to win because for the first time, I think, in the entire tournament, for me, I watched a guy get put on the shot clock twice without the other guy getting put on once. Jaden Cox was never put on the shot clock um, until... No, no, he got a caution of one later, later on, which, which was fine. So he got, um, the guy from Belarus got put on the shot clock twice, and then he got caution, Cox got caution of one when it was like 20 seconds left. And then uh, when the whistle blew, Cox, boom, hits his freaking sweep, takes the dude down, ices it for gold, beats a dude that hadn't been scored on at the World Championships. The dude went 7-0, 10-0, 11-0. And Cox had to get off the same side that have Sharif off as in Karimi. He did that. I tell you what, for having a tough draw, Cox pulling through and winning gold, he did everything he could. And I tell you what, that weight should be lifted off his chest because he is now a world champion. It's awesome. I mean, it, it, it's his performance was it's amazing. It was, it was outstanding. It's awesome. His performance was absolutely outstanding. He is. And if you think about it, like we said earlier. He's another guy that has staved off two world champs to claim his spot at this right. weight class for the United States the last couple of years, and Taylor and Dake. And let me tell you why he doesn't get. As By much the way, pub. I've got a I've got a text message from here that you say okay. UWW seating is a f- joke. Well, it, it probably was. I was probably mad about Taylor Yazdani. <laughs> Either way, here's the reason why Cox doesn't get as much pub. You know, first round he beats the dude from Georgia six two. Then he beats the dude from Moldova, 6-0. You know, then he beats Karimi, 5-2. Not Karimi's legit, 5-2. And then he wins in the finals, 4-1. You know, you got Dake and Taylor doing Dake bombs. You got Taylor, you know, doing magician stuff. They're different wrestlers. If you tried to hold Cox to that same standard, then it's, it, it doesn't make sense, okay? They're completely different wrestlers. But, if, but remember the last time they all wrestled, Cox was the one that was victorious. So we love Dake and Taylor, for how much, how many points they score, and how offensive they are, and how elusive they are, but we also got to appreciate how good Cox is at just grinding. I mean, he Cox just grinds through those matches, and he wins them. And he's so hard to score on, dude. He's it, he's insanely difficult to score on. And what still kills me, and I, I still, I still, I still believe this. I don't care what anybody says. Is that I think if Cox really wanted to turn it on and there be like is. Dake and Taylor, he, Dake, Taylor, JB, all those guys, if he really wanted to put the pedal to the floor, dude, he would be just as, if not more, dominant than those guys in his matches. Well, well think about his, his gold match, his gold medal match. He was up two to one. He did, he'd just given up a caution in one because for, you know, circling out because he was up 2-0 late. And he's like, oh, crap, I just gave up a two to one. And then the whistle blew. Sweet single to yep. the left takedown because he knew he needed it. It's amazing, man. And, and you know what? That's the way he wrestles. And who am I sitting here drinking a freaking beer to tell him that he shouldn't wrestle that way when he's got two bronzes and a gold? So 
hey, guys, that's the way it is. And you know what? Next time David and Taylor and Jaden Cox have to wrestle if Cox has to drop down or whatever for the Olympics, everybody's going to choose Taylor. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's, See what happens. It's, it's just Cox. I'm not going to say he doesn't get the respect because the USA fans know about him. But he's just a different wrestler, and, and people just need to, people need to appreciate for what he does. He doesn't give up a lot of points. And, and I'll tell you what, he's just a great person, I think. Oh, I, 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 I think yeah. he's just a great person. I agree person. with you right there. You know, for, for an amazing story. An absolute amazing right. story. Go watch his documentary if you don't you know don't know much about him. You know, he's battled a lot of adversity. And speaking of David Taylor, can we just give it up to Jeff Jordan? Way to, oh, way to be Jordan trained, Taylor. Way to, way to be Jordan trained. All right. That's, Get that's, that gold medal. <laughs> Get that gold that's medal. A, that's a Dan. <laughs> I had to put that out there for um, Danny Boy. Look, they, nobody loves David Taylor more than David Taylor loves David Taylor. <laughs> we all know that. We all know that, right? <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Don't ever give me shit for going someplace. It's true. It's true. Look, <laughs> David Taylor... <laughs> <laughs> One of the, I mean, he's, he is the best wrestler in the world at 86 kilograms. And 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 any any other question? The fact that he beat Yazdani Shirati was sweet. Oh, it was awesome. The fact that afterwards, the fact he, that he's beaten Yazdani Shirati twice, twice, yeah. stuck him the last time. Yeah. I mean, dude, he, he's owned him. Right. The fact that afterwards he pointed to the back of his singlet to his name instead of the front to the USA is also what I said. Yeah. So. Well, in the great words of Jaden Cox. I'm praying for you, I'm David. I'm praying for you, David. I'm praying for look, you. Look, and that said, that said, look, there's there's plenty of people in this world that think I'm a fucking dickhead. Um, there's plenty of people in this world that you know think I agree with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Anyway, we're all different, but no, no. I, I, I want to finish this with David Taylor real quick, and, and I apologize because I, I I brought that up. I'm very proud of David Taylor. David Taylor, remember what we said last year. David Taylor measures his worth, in my opinion, on. How he is as a wrestler I think you're 100% correct yeah. on that and, and the good thing about that is uh, Well now he's a world champ So you know His worth is measured great And I think that David Taylor Has has a good heart I think he's got a great heart I think he's made some mistakes Some verbal mistakes in the past With things he said Obviously What he said about Cox When he, he lost in the semis last year But let's not that Let's not let the We're a wrestling podcast But we also talk about A number of other things But let's not let that Overshadow the fact That David Taylor Beat Yazdani Shirati when he was down five to two going into the second period, and was also down um, going into the uh, second period against uh, Krugliev from Russia, and beat them both. And those were the one, two, and three ranked dudes in the country. I mean, David Taylor as a wrestler, I'm not sure you can get much better, my friend. I don't think, I don't think you'll find somebody as fierce of a competitor as David Taylor. Great point. Okay, um, look, they're all great competitors. I get that, but. Some of the the mistakes that he's may, he may have made in the past verbally, like you said, you know that we've all seen. Sure. You know, I think is due to his competitive spirit inside of him, and he just look like all great competitors. He just you know lost lost it occasionally, lost it once or twice. It's okay, all right. right. But you know what? He he went out this weekend. He got redemption. Got on that world team. Got the gold medal. Got, congrats to him. Got the gold medal. Let's move on. And well, and one last thing, if you don't mind, not everybody is the same. Not everybody's Jaden Cox, not everybody's Jordan Burroughs, not everybody's Kyle Dake, not everybody's David Taylor. We have a number of different personalities, and that's okay. And that's okay. So maybe I'm a little hard on David Taylor. You know, a lot of it's tongue-in-cheek, just having a good time, having fun, joking. But you know what? Mad props, mad respect to him. I mean, he's from Ohio. He learned everything he knows about wrestling in the state of Ohio. It, you know, it is what it is. Hashtag 
Jordan trained. All right, moving on. Let's go to Joe Cologne. <laughs> this might be one of the greatest Joey stories. Mother, are we cussing on this podcast? I may have said like ass earlier. I can't remember. Joey motherfucking Cologne. The stash. Prison strength. Are we allowed to say that? I mean, I don't see anything wrong I with I think that's it. what people were calling him. I don't know what that means. Dude, how do you go from being, not being on the team, being in all, you know, getting called in, you know, hey, come out of the bullpen. The we need you. you know, bring, bring in, in the, the underhook guy. Yeah. Bring in the underhook guy. <laughs> to winning a bronze medal, man. Good for him. He, Good for him. Most exciting. Most excited I've been all. I was more excited for Joe Colon to win a bronze medal than I think I was for pretty much anybody. Besides maybe Kyle Dake to win a gold. And, my, I mean, look, I mean, minus his match against Bonnie from Cuba, who Bonnie is an absolute beast. I, I think it's Bonet, but it's all right. You call him Bonnie, I'll call him, I call Bonnie, you say Bonet, potato, right, that potato, sounds good. Hey, whatever. that sounds good. All right. Bonet's freaking, oh my <laughs> God. And Cologne went after him. He absolutely did. He was like, hey, Bonet, I know you're really good from the double overs and inside trips, so I'm going to double under you. <laughs> I mean. He went after him. Um, but he had a hell of a tournament, dude. Look, <sighs> nine to six opening match against Ukraine. Then he beats the Bulgarian. Pretending not text him. That, and that match was, did you did you see that match at all? I did. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it was crazy. He uh, underhooked him, took him down, and then just gutted him up, gutted him up, just cracking some ribs, dude. Obviously, he lost against Bonet, um, and then goes out for bronze against Iran. Man, I mean, just. Fucking lays it on him, thirteen to two. Beat, beat him up. Beat the Iranian, and I, well, maybe that was the one where he gutted him up. I, maybe he gutted him up a couple different times. I think he gutted a couple different times up. Um, waking up at four a.m. to watch the matches. This a lot of stuff runs together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, the great thing about Cologne, though, man, is like he truly was. He he he. If you watch his matches and you pay attention, yeah, he wrestled like he had nothing to lose, and that's. Perfect. And you know what happened? He walks home with a medal. Perfect point. Because you know what? There's a couple of guys who didn't go home with a medal, and some of that can be attributed to their uh, butt-puckering up. Right. You're, you're exactly right. Joe Cologne in his uh, match for bronze, and I'm like, oh, he's got the Iranian, dude. He goes out there, and he does this trip drag where he like grabs this guy's arm, grabs the, the uh, Iranian's right arm, pulls yeah. it, steps with his left foot just behind that, and gets that little single leg twice. And he took him down twice with a shot. I didn't see him take down anybody with a shot all <laughs> tournament. I don't think I took, saw him take a shot in college. Right. No, right. <laughs> and then he takes this dude down with the shots. And then he just gets up and crunches his ribs, dude. He's going double unders. He's just letting it fly. He's going double unders against Bonet. Yeah, I love it. I He's love going it. double unders against Bonet. And he gets and inside. Bonet loves overs. Bonet gets inside. Bonet inside drifts him twice. He inside drifts him once, and then he's like, I'm fucking going back at these double unders, baby, because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Whoop. Yeah, and but I tell you what. Oh, my God. I had so much fun watching him I, wrestle. I'm so. Look at the guys he beat, dude. I, I he know. Beat freaking Bulgarians. He freaking beat. Uh, Iran. He, Ukraine. Ukraine. I, mean, I love it. He beat some love legit it. guys. And you know what? It's even better, like, too. Like, Just a backup. Dude. I mean, how come our backups in high school couldn't do that? They couldn't even play to the JV tournament. Our backups on the world team getting freaking medals, baby. I think it's great for Fresno State, too. Yeah, he's coaching there. I, I, I really do. I just think it's I, – I think the entire story is great. I mean, here's a guy that just didn't make the team, gets called in because of injury, has nothing to lose, and goes out there. And, I mean, 
honestly, Ben, he he is like he's like a knockout boxer with nothing to lose and just throwing haymakers. Yep. And you want to know who he's great for the most? Mr. Joey Colon sitting in the finals, final X next yes. year. Yes, and because this weight class has been one of our biggest bugaboos. Yep. Well, Steve won one a couple years ago. I'm sorry, what? Steve won a world title a couple years ago at this uh, weight. The non-Olympic weight world championships. Yeah. And then he lost the world, then he lost all his right, medal. All right, all right. But anyway. I'm just saying. Did you see Nation was, or Nation was there cheering on, him on? This has been one of our biggest bugaboo weights, right? Yeah, 61, yeah, you know. I don't know if it's been one of our biggest bugaboos. You tell me. I just wanted to say bugaboo. All right, bugaboo. Nation was there cheering him on. That's sweet. As he should be. Nation you know he was. You know he was for the fifth, third and fourth of the match. Was like, yeah, get him. Damn it, don't win. <laughs> as soon as Cologne locked up that gut, he's like, dude, I gotta freaking wrestle the challenge tournament next year. Because <laughs> he beat him. I mean, they, Cologne won the um, won the U.S. Open, but Nation was sitting in the finals. Speaking of Steber, man, what's up, dude? Goes out there again, freaking shoots blanks, loses seven to five, first well, match, doesn't wrestle again. I mean, he's he Steber. Had, look, man, either either eat some meat or just call it quits. Oh, this vegan stuff ain't working. It's dude, not, dude. The dude he wrestled is a freaking like a stud. He drew, he draws uh, Chikayev. Chikayev, I know, one. I know. Who Steber beat? On his road to a, a gold medal in 61 Correct. in 2016. Correct. And also has already beaten another time, too. 2-0 against him. Loses 7-5. Chikayev goes out there and beats uh, Kinshikashvili. 10-0. Tex, the former Georgian Olympic it. champ. I get it. Look, he's a bad dude. All right, but I mean. Well, but then he loses to probably one of the craziest matches in the tournament, Adaguro from Japan, who I think is 19 years old, who ended up winning it. 15-10. That match. The ref tried to give it to the Russian man. They he tried to sell so? it to the you Russian. You think so? Oh, dude, it, it was one hundred percent. I'm just kidding. It was one hundred percent, but then the Japanese ended up winning that. But Chikaya's real good. I mean, and Steve wrestled him. Steve wrestled him tougher than almost anybody else. Steve wrestled him tougher than almost anybody else in the tournament. I'm just hard on. Steve I, I guess a, I'm just being hard on Steve because look, he won that gold, non-Olympic weight gold, what 2016. Yep. I get it. You know, well earned, well deserved. We just haven't seen much from him since then at, on the world. I haven't stage. seen anything. He, well, okay. he beat Taji Aliyev at World Cup. But I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about like at right Worlds. at Worlds. Yeah. Right. I mean, we just haven't seen much since then. It's a combination of a couple of things. One, it's a bad draw. But is it a bad draw when you're two and zero against the guy? I, no, that's not a bad draw to me. Right. If you already there are. I don't believe that there are really any good draws at the Olympics or World Championships. I mean, okay, look, if you pull a guy from American like Samoa, Ghana, or American Pacific Samoa, or whatever, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It was a tougher draw. How about this? It was a tougher draw. But he'd already beaten the guy twice. He doesn't get it done. And that guy doesn't make the finals because this freaking young stud from Japan who freaking wins it all. He might have been my favorite wrestler to watch this entire uh, tournament. He was sick. He was sick nasty. And uh, he beats Chikayev. And then he beats uh, freaking uh, Bajrang from India. Right. And um, bottom line is, Steber doesn't even get pulled into Repershaw. And I'm not sure he's going to make another world team. I don't think so either, to be honest with you. If, if I'm being completely truthful, but that's okay. It's, look, dude, he's had a. <laughs> here we are. We're talking about him like he's getting ready to go out to the pasture and get shot in the head. I mean, right. that's not going to happen. Steber could. You never know. He could turn it on and go out and and, and win a medal again. Of course, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Either. Um, I'm with you. I don't think he's going to be our representative next time around. Um, 
Quite I frankly, think he's in between weights. It's a weird, you know, he's not quite a 65, can't make 61. I hear you, but I think 65 with day of weigh-ins is, is, is good for him. He's a little short. I think it's good for him. It's a little short in my opinion. Okay, well, I mean, that's fine. You're short too. I'm short. I know. I'm short. Bottom line, four-time state champ, four-time NCAA champ, world champ. Look, that dude's written his own ticket to be able to be, to make money in wrestling for the rest of his life. Who are we looking at to take that spot? Like I think we've talked about can this. Can Zane a make bit. the weight? If Zane can make the weight, I think that might be one of our best options. I like McKenna at that weight. I think Ironman's got potential. Yanni a guy B? like Yanni's got potential. Can J O make the weight? No. I, I don't think so. He man. can't make that weight. He man. struggled with that weight with day before weigh ins, Ben. Yeah. Like struggled mightily. Remember, yeah. he went up to seventy and still right. had issues making right. with that weight. Yeah. He talks a lot. <laughs> when you're not wrestling, that's all you can do yeah, is talk. He talks a lot. Um, that might be our weakest weight next year. I don't know. You get a guy out there. You get a guy on the team that that goes out there and wrestles like he's got nothing. You put an Ironman out there, a McKenna. You know, I mean, hell, Joe Colon's got a Bronx put medal, a, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, you just never know. You're I mean, right. You 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 just never know. How about Gilman? You were pretty fired up about Gilman. In fact, I believe you said something along the lines like. Uh, get him out. We need new represent- representation. Well, I didn't uh, say that. Fix Spencer Lee. Whatever. 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 I didn't say anything. I said that. I think that. I. I. I said. I think Spencer Lee will be our representative next year. That's all so. I said. You really think so? You know, Gilman. Gilman. Uh, for all of, uh, if you want to talk about draws, Thomas Gilman had a pretty good draw. Look, there, there are such things as good and bad draws. Gilman had a good draw. He had to wrestle a dude from uh, Kazakhstan in the uh, semis who uh, beat his ass. Who Michik beat earlier this year. Okay. I think in Poland or somewhere. Uh, and the guy from Kazakhstan beats him up pretty good, 11 0. And, uh, you know, then he goes out and he wrestles the. Um, Turkey. God, the, yeah, the Turkish yeah. guy. Atli. Yeah. Atli, whatever. And he, uh, a guy that he already, a guy that he beat earlier this year, Yasser Dogu. Yeah. Gilman beat him. He lost and he five loses. Before. And he yeah. doesn't, all he did was. Pound the head, underhook, and try to walk him around the mat. Mm-hmm. Didn't see much offense. What did we see Gilman last year when he freaking took second to Takahashi? That single shots. leg. The single leg. Remember that single Absolutely. leg? He would get the hands locked and he would suck it in? Absolutely. Didn't do it. Didn't do it one freaking match this year. Same thing he used to beat NATO to make the, basically yeah. make the team, right. right? Right, Didn't do it once. Well, not make the team, but to wrestle in the finals. I get what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Didn't do it against the guy from Kazakhstan. Didn't do it against the guy from Turkey. Couldn't get his hands locked. All he did was try to run people off the mat. Look, if, if you're trying to run people off the mat to get a push out, it's not going to work. Gilman didn't look like himself. Um, he's had better days, man. He had a – he was favored to easily be in the finals. So here are my thoughts on that then. And okay. I shouldn't say easy because it's the Worlds, but he was 100% favored to make the finals. I mean, Takahashi and, you, and Ugave were on the other side. Are you right. kidding me? You can't ask for a better draw than that. I hear you, man. I hear you. Look, Gilman, let's, let's not forget. He's still very, very young by all standards when it comes to this, okay? He went out, won a silver medal as his first attempt, okay? Yeah, he looked Earned so good. How really good did good. he look looked then? looked very good, okay? How, yeah, he looked awesome last year in Worlds, sucking up every freaking leg he could find. I hear you, my friend. I, I, I hear you 100%. I, I'm, I'm on board with you. Again, he's still very young. He's still learning his way with this. And I get it. You got guys like Spencer Lee. You got guys like Fix, you know, coming up, chasing him. But you know what? 
he beat Fix to make this team. Okay, he's still going to be the bigger man. He's he's going to be the the, the the seasoned grizzled vet, and I think he can learn from this performance, make some corrections, make some adjustments, and go out at the next time if he makes the team again and get another medal. I I I, I don't think we've seen the end of Gilman. I, I uh, let me put it this way: I don't think we've seen the end of Gilman like I think we've seen the end of Steber. Oh, totally agree. I, I totally agree. Yeah, no, Gilman's got a little juice left in the tank. Um, look, look, Spencer Lee is going to be the shiny new toy hot commodity everybody's going to talk about. But you know who who was the shiny new toy everybody talked Spencer about? Spencer Lee lost a date and fix. Right. You know who was the shiny new hot commodity toy that everybody wanted to talk about when they saw blood in the water? Dake. Taylor. Yep. And you know what Jordan Burroughs did? Now, I'm not saying Gilman's Jordan I mean, Burroughs. Gilman's no JB. Right, but what I'm saying is is that, you know, let's 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 quell a little bit of those, you know, um, thoughts about the younger guys coming up until we actually see it because Gilman won the spot. I just think that Gilman – you can't tell me that Gilman had a good tournament. I'm not going to tell you he had a good tournament. He wouldn't even tell you he had a good tournament. I get that, but you know well, what, he's, Ben? He's pissed. It's a tough tournament. It's it, it's it's a tough tournament, and unfortunately not all of our guys can medal. All right? I, it, sorry. For a while there, I thought it was close. I thought so, too. You know, but uh, you know, these guys have bad matches. They have bad days. Um, I don't think we've seen the end of Thomas Gilman, though. I guarantee you he doesn't think we've seen the end of Thomas Gilman. And until somebody proves otherwise, he's still the best man at that weight in our country. I agree. But you know who? Uh, I got to give a shout-out to Jay Mox, Arias Christian from Guatemala, my home country, who uh, lost to the guy from India, first round 10 and didn't get pulled back in the shot. But, hey, hey Gu- uh, Guatemala was Talk to me about the last time you've been to Guatemala. Uh I have not been to Guatemala. <laughs> then let's move on. But hey, <laughs> you, you know one. Uh, I was surprised, and I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this. I was surprised Takahashi lost to uh, Ugave or, or you. Yeah, you, I think Ugav or whatever his name was from Russia. Takahashi um, really impressed me last year. The, the Japanese wrestler. Um, so he ended up getting a bronze. I was uh, uh, just. Uh, those damn Russians seem to pull people out of their ass, don't they? Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty damn good and pretty damn deep. But I tell you what, though. Oh, tell me. That's what USA is starting to do. You You're know absolutely the, right. You, know thing we you are right. You know the thing we haven't talked about really is Zahid Valencia gave Kyle Dake his toughest match this year. Well, I mean, the Azerbaijani was a tough one. Did he did he beat two zero? But we got dudes. In, in the back of the wings, we got Derringers, we got Zahid. You tell me Zahid doesn't go out there and make, get a medal? I'm thinking he might go out there and get a medal, son. So that's fine. Now, I know we're, you know, we're, we're struggling in a couple ways, maybe 65, you know. But I tell you what, we got some – we're, we're deep beyond the David Taylors and Kyle Dakes behind Jordan Burroughs now. I, I, I agree with you completely, and I think what's really indicative of that is not – not the close matches that these guys like Valencia are having with Dake. It's the fact that we've got a lot of guys now, a lot of young guys, winning world medals at the age level. Yeah. A lot of cadet world medals, a lot of junior world medals. We used to not really have that. You know, there was a time when, like, what, Steber went out there, got a junior world, and we're like, oh, my God, you right. know, and then, you know, J.O. got one. It was like, oh, Danger got one, yeah. yeah. And it was like far, down, he got one. Yeah, far and few between, and now it's it just seems like every year – we're putting guys at these age-level tournaments, exactly world tournaments, right. and we're coming home with multiple, multiple medals. Multiple's the word. Spencer Lee's, Dayton Fix, 
Um, Gable Stevenson. Uh, Gable Stevenson. Kirk. Kirk. Le- I Kirk God, Litt. Damn it! I can't pronounce his name Kirk so Litt. let alone drunk. Um, you know, and it's just Johnny it, D. Johnny D. It goes on and on and on and on and on. The the future for USA Wrestling is so bright right now. It's 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 great. It's it's shown it right here. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? We lost to Russia this year. Okay, that's fine. You know who didn't lose to? Iran, Azerbaijan, Iran. Georgia. Yeah, Iran. We didn't lose all of them, and we we gave Iran. We're going to both have the same amount of medals. We gave them a tough tournament. Or not Iran, um, Russia. Our team, and we have so many cadet and junior world medalists coming up. It's just, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the Zahids, for the Bo Nichols, for the Mark Halls, you know. Again, man, again, the the future, I'm sorry, the current state and the future is really, really bright for USA Wrestling, and it's just a great time to be a fan of the sport. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. You know what I don't love? Our boy, two-time world medalist, a silver and a bronze, James Green. Oh, greasy. You know, he's certainly not the reason why we didn't win. No. You know, I can point to a couple other things is the reason why we didn't win. But, you know, he beats the Azerbaijani 6-5 in a tough match. Ends up wrestling the Mongolian, who's not bad at all. Was up 2-2 on criteria till the end. Gets in a tripod position. Gets broken down right at the end of the freaking match. Loses heartbreaking. Four, yep, loses 4-2. And then we were all worried because he had wrestled. Because the um, Mongolian had Ghazi Megamedov from Russia I'm, the next round. Dude's a beast. Yep. And, and Ghazi, even though he wasn't having that great of a tournament, found a way to win. Found a way to win, and he found a way to win again, and he pushed himself to the finals against uh, uh, one of your boys, one of your favorite wrestlers, uh, Bet- Batirov. Is that who it is? Oh, Batirov. Yeah, Batirov or whatever. Um, it's Adam, though. This one's Adam. Yeah. Yeah, so my, I think. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Uh, well, what's his I, name? I, I'm, I'm going to butcher the last name. It's M- Movlet. Like, it should uh, be Adam's Melvin. brother. <laughs> um, Movlet, whatever, Batirov is like one of my favorite. Yeah, favorite all time wrestlers that. to watch. Like, go watch his highlights. The dude's level changes. I've never seen level changes like this. Like this guy had ever, 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 ever. Batirov is a uh, uh, fall. No, five one against the the Cuban first round. Then fall in thirty six seconds. Then tech. Then tech. And and he's got like Gazi Megamedov in the finals. God, it seems like he's been competing forever too. I'm rooting for Batirov hard against Gazi Megamedov. Why? Because fuck Russia. <laughs> I hear you, man. But I anyway, you. you know, Green, he loses that. That's the problem. See, he wins that. If he wins that match against Mongolia, which was right down to the end, even if he loses to Gazi Megamedov, he gets pulled back into Repershaw, probably wrestling for a bronze medal. That's one of the differences, man. And, and it, it, look, I'm not blaming anybody for, for us not being able to win this year. It, it was, it's a team effort. You win as a team, you lose as a team. I don't think Green's very happy with, with his tournament. He can't be very happy with losing that close to the end of the Mongolian. God, I, I wouldn't imagine he is. You think Green's got a couple more years left in him, or you think that uh, maybe a young guy like Jason Nall for some reason is going to come up and take his spot? I think Green definitely has a couple more years left in him. I really do. I agree. Um, I agree. With the exception of... Um, who did he wrestle to win the spot? Um, Chamberlain. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. look, it, with this, with the exception of a guy like Chamberlain who really blocked off and really was trying to make it a one score match to win that right. uh, win that spot. Green hasn't really, really, really been pushed by a U.S. wrestler 
in some time. Um, now you do got it, seventy kilograms is going to be a tough weight. Okay, it's it, you've got we've got some great young guys coming up, and they're going to challenge them, guys like Nolf and and whatnot. Um, but I, Green's still the favorite to make that team next year and for twenty twenty in my my mind. Well, twenty twenty is not going to have that weight. Oh, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. And that's why I think that weight's going to clear out a little bit next year. He's still the up. favorite to make that team. You know, make that weight next year, but. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting what he does. I mean, is he gonna go down? Or is he gonna go? He can't go down. To 60, no, he's not going 65. down. He's gonna have to go up. We saw what happened when he went down to sixty-five. He got freaking steamrolled because of the weight cut. So it's him versus Burroughs. I mean, that's one hundred and forty-three pounds with day of weigh-ins. Yeah, for him I, and Burroughs. The guy wrestled what one fifty-seven in college. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that ain't happening, my man. It'll be interesting with him, him versus Burroughs and Dakes in that weight. It's gonna be a lot. We're gonna have multiple. That's awesome. We're going to have multiple world medals just, medalists just trying to make the team in 2020. May the best man win. Do you realize, uh, who, who told me that today, that everybody that competed for the U.S. this year has a world medal? You're right. Absolutely. Everybody. Cologne made, yeah, I mean, Cologne brought his home. <laughs> Joey yeah. F. and Cologne. Joey Cologne, baby. <laughs> God, I love that guy. Hey, every one of them has a world medal. Remember when Joey Cologne double under, like, chest whatever and pinned Ramos at you and I? Yeah, I do. I remember that. Oh, God. <laughs> this is what we talk about. We talk about drinking beer and talking wrestling. And I could talk about Joey Cologne all day. So I think the only two guys we haven't talked about is Gwiz and Snyder. Yeah, let's, let's go Gwiz. How about Gwiz? Let's go Gwiz. I mean, you you were nervous. You were like, Gwiz had the draw of all draws. The draw of a lifetime, baby. Good draws. I mean, he had them Calvin Klein draws right Dude, there. His draws, I mean, they're breathing easy. His nuts weren't Wick sweating moisture. at moisture. Oh God, Gwiz's draw was just like. And then he loses, and you you sent me a text. He loses the day. You sent me a text. You were like, "We have to, we are dependent upon a man named Dang <laughs> to get back into this right. tournament." The China man. <laughs> the China man named Dang. <laughs> I think I could say that. I don't know. I mean, that's his name, right? Dang. Yeah, but can you say China man? I think you could say China man. We had a Chinese man. A Chinese man named Dang. By the main by the by the name of Dang. Dang. Had to do it. Had, had to do it for us. He did it. God damn it. He the thing not pulled through. The thing not pulled through. Well, let's talk about Gwiz versus Dang. Well so you know Look, can we just talk about that match with Dang? Look, Gwiz First real quick, Gwiz had to wrestle the guy that he wrestled in the finals last year for uh the bronze medal match. That was the Mongolian he had to wrestle for the bronze medal match last year. Then he drew him first round. Beats him up 9-4. to four. Zobu? Yeah. Oh, he beat him up. I know, and that was the guy he had to wrestle for the bronze medal match last right. year. But, I mean, it's still, I mean, and he beat him up last year, right? He did. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, I get that. Beat him up. Loses the dang, like, uh, what is Gwiz doing taking that shot you, against a guy that hasn't done anything but play with his of dang? Of that size. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> the entire he was match. dangling around. <laughs> dang is a big Freaking heavyweight, right? Dang it! Big legs. <laughs> There's so many like jokes to be had. Here. There is. He's just a big heavyweight that can't do anything. I've never seen a little heavyweight. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, he literally can't do anything. Can't score on Gwiz to save his life. And Gwiz is up, I think, like two to one or two, you know, whatever he's up. And he goes in and shoots. And if all be if Dang didn't freaking do a crotch lift or something, God dang, dang it. it. And he crotch lifted him when Gwiz was up. Gwiz was up. Gwiz could have even taken a caution and won, I think. That's what I'm saying. What was he doing? 
he was like, I, I need to ice this match, I guess. That was terrible. Terrible. And you know what? Why? No reason for me to beat up freaking Gwiz because you know that gone through his head a billion times. You said he shot a high crotch. <laughs> was it a high dang? It was a high dang. <laughs> he shot a high dang. A dang double. And then I'm like, oh, God, dang's got to beat some, uh, Summit from freaking uh, yeah. India. And dang goes out and, and he does it. And then, and then, you know, and then Petri's Feely only beats Dang 6 0. So this, <laughs> I mean, Petri's Feely's. Feely might be pound for pound number one. He beat Agul last year to win it? I mean, I don't know. I'm not even sure. Let me see. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you who was freaking crazy good in this bracket was uh, um, Hottie from Iran, who beat Agul 3 2. That, that, the fact that Agul. Didn't medal. Didn't medal. That's crazy. It, I mean, I go to medal, bro. Again, Ben, it's 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 not quite the Pennsylvania high school state tournament, but the, the world, worlds are a tough tournament. Well, don't tell PA people that because they would say the Pennsylvania state tournament is tougher. Hence, why I said that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> somebody posted. Speaking of, so oh no, somebody somebody, somebody, somebody tweeted out some on Twitter. You know, like it was. Uh, it was the Iron Man. It was a picture of Bo Jordan, Imar, and Mymar. Yeah, I saw on that the, uh, on the podium right. of the Iron Man, and like Bo had beaten Imar in the finals. Mymar, Miles Martin, finished third, and somebody was like, "Oh, what a hell of a bracket!" You know, and it was just those three guys. And think about was it, Bo Jordan. It was Bo number one. Imar took second. Imar took second because Bo beat Imar, I think, two years right. in a row yeah. at, at Iron Man, and then Miles Martin took third. Yeah, Mymar, right? Yeah, Miles My, Martin, Mymar took third, and I was like, "Oh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a strong bracket!" And of course. God, the Pennsylvania people come crawling out the woods and start throwing. Oh well, look at this bracket from the nineteen, uh, you know, ninety one PA two A states. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, it's like just stop. That's yeah, just stop. They were just trying to say that it was a tough bracket. Yes, like wow, look at all the the, the NCAA championships that are standing on that podium. Right, all of the all Americans. Even though Bojo didn't win one. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, no, you're right. I, but damn, um, good for Gwiz to come back and beat the <laughs> summit from India to. Uh, to get a bronze medal, but Sumit. I, Sumit. But he, um, you know, the fact that he was on opposite sides of Petrish, Vili, Atgul, Hadi, and the Russian, and couldn't make the finals because he lost to a dude named Dang, and I think that was like China's first, like, finalist ever. I mean, Gwiz is a two-time bronze medal. Two-times bronze medalist. I, think about some of the guys that we've had wrestle heavyweight for the United States. I mean, look, I think the last really great one, I mean, a few great one was Terrell, right? Terrell was probably like our best, our two last time, best two time, Two-time world medalist. Right, exactly. And, and look at... Gwiz has already done that. Look at how people hold him in such high regard. And Gwiz has already done that. And I still think Gwiz, I still think his best days are ahead of him. I think he's still figuring out this international style of wrestling, still figuring out the competition. What he did, that mistake that he made this weekend, is a very correctable mistake. It's... Again, it goes back to what a great spot for the United States to be in, having guys like this compete for him because he is definitely a 2020 contender. He's a world medalist threat every year he wrestles. And the thing is, you're going to have people saying, when's Gable? When's Gable going to come up? You know, that's the thing. No, look, what I'm telling you, I mean, Gable Stevenson's won a lot of age-level medals. He did. He took us over this yeah. year. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is it like He's good. No, we, what I'm saying is we have guys that, you know, take world medals, who win world medals, and then we're already thinking, 
huh? When is he even going to be the guy in twenty? You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. I it's think exciting. He, yeah, I think I he's think going to be, be the guy. I do too. But I mean, the fact that we've got a dude to push him instead of him just walking to it, instead of us having to feel the team where we're like, mm, you know, I'm not sure we're going to be. Able I don't to- know if Gable pushes him right now. By 2020, by 2020, maybe. The thing about Gwiz is, you think you, you think people thought Kyle Snyder was going to push Varner after he won that gold? I mean, I'm telling you, dude. I'm, I'm telling you. I get what you're saying. All right, we digress. No, no, I get your point. Speaking of Kyle Snyder. Oh, you want to talk about it? Might as well. I mean, he does wrestle for Team USA, right? I think he won a couple of matches so far. He did. Look, as of now, as of the time that we're dropping this podcast, which we're going into about 9 o'clock on a Monday night, Kyle Snyder has reeled off four consecutive wins um, and will be wrestling in the gold medal bet about tomorrow against the Russian tank, Sajulayev, a rematch of last year's World Championship Finals. Yep. Um, and it's this one's going to be a doozy. I think this one's going to be just Oof. a fun match. To, I mean, this is going to be you, – you can't miss this match. They're calling it Snyder Live too. I don't like it. Snyder Live. That's what they're calling it. That's dumb. I think it's terrible. That's awful. Snyder Live. Did no. Flo come up with that? That's <laughs> <laughs> just no. stupid. I think UUW did. Well, Dude. that's even worse. <laughs> Foley is an idiot if he came up it's, with that. It is Captain America versus the Russian tank, too. And I tell you what, let's let first let's talk about the fact that that is just. Did you hear that? Like, so Taylor Miller from uh, USA Wrestling posted a tweet that. What's up, Taylor? That, yeah, that everybody, because um, you get a number, and that's what they put you in the bracket. That everybody got a number except for Snyder and Sedgwick, and those numbers were issued separately. Like everybody drew a number. But those numbers were issued. You can't put them on the same side of the bracket. Right? And they did it. This and is, you know what? This is the Norm- one time that if it's rigged, I'm okay yeah, with that's it. That's what I mean. I'm okay. You know, normally I would be like, yo, oh, that's a little shady. But now I'm like, nah. bro, you got to do that. You got I'm telling you right now. Especially because it could have been down to those two for the world t- t- title. I-, I tell you right now, this match is happening tomorrow afternoon while I'm working. Oh, I'm watching it. And I already declined three meeting invites at work tomorrow. Yeah, you're damn right. You said I had a conflict. I get, I've got an appointment. Well, you did. I do. I blocked it off, and it says Snyder Sajulayev. I'm going to be sitting in my car watching this on my phone. <laughs> my, my paralegal was like, see, I see you got the Snyder Sajulayev meeting uh, at noon. But, and I'm like, yeah, don't even ask questions. Yeah. Snyder Sajulayev. And Watson LLC. <laughs> yeah, and it asked it asked location, and I said <laughs> Budapest, Hungary. She's like, Are "You calling in? I'm doing something? I'm doing something?" So I'm I'm extremely excited. I am a little nervous. I'm nervous. I'm gonna I, tell you right now. You know, and I, and and here it goes. And here it goes. And here here's here's Ben being a turd. Um, Snyder's looked okay. Eight to three, ten zero, eleven to three zero. Um, I, I he's mean, he's looked okay. He's he's. If anybody else besides Eli was coming over on that other I'm side, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, that was rude of me. I interrupted. No, I, I I mean, Eli just teched Otakazi, a dude who Snyder's had trouble with. I get it, but look, the way Snyder has wrestled this tournament is typically how we've seen him wrestle in international tournaments, right? He's normally a little more dominant, in my opinion, on, in the world stage. Now, if you're talking about Uregan and you know other types of things like that, yeah, he, he's got some tighter matches. 
because he typically does it during the regular season. I'm not going to dispute you because I don't have stats here in front of me, and that would just be irresponsible of me to do that. But he does um, have a couple tighter matches at times. But I'm, I, look, I mean, he lost to Aborov. 8-3 to three opening match. All right, okay, okay, 8-3. to three. All right, you, you beat a guy by five from Mongolia. You go out, you shut out. American you know he was Samoa. down 3-1 going in the second period. In Understand. Yeah, I do, yes. You go out, you shut down American Samoa. You better do that. I, mean, <laughs> I hope so. I didn't even realize American Samoa had a guy in this tournament. Um, you know, you, you you beat down the guy from Italy 11-2. to two. You go into a tough semifinals match against Hungary. Um, probably not the flashiest. We've ever seen yeah. Kyle Snyder, the most dominating, but you still come out with a 3 nothing grind yeah. out. I mean, you grind to a shutout victory to go into the finals. Well, that Hungarian is the guy he wrestled at Worlds in 2015. He's a, he's a tough guy. Yeah. No, he's real tall. Yeah, I mean, he's, he is tough. He made the semifinals. He's real tall, and he did nothing. He he was never even close to coming close to coming close to scoring on Kyle Snyder. What he did do was shut down Snyder's offense a little bit. Snyder got in on a couple like it was weird. He was hitting double legs and stuff. Couldn't quite finish the one shot that Snyder did. So Snyder got a shot clock point, obviously, and then he got a low single right at the start of the second period, banging on the head, shooting it on a low single. Snyder wasn't getting to his offense as easy. Now he was getting to his offense, but it wasn't as easy as I I would have liked to have seen it. You know, and maybe maybe I'm just so nervous because you see Snyder live tech fall his way to the semis, but he did that last year. Last right. year, last year, Live did the same thing. He beat the hell out of everybody. Live does look a little bigger this year. A little. You know, he's, cer- he's certainly still not a full-size 97-kilogram guy. Um, but he looks a little bigger. And, uh, you know, b- the bottom line is I think they have Snyder to win. So let's talk about last year. Last year, Snyder gifts, gifts Sagalive those two points at the start when he tries to jump over him. And then, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then he gets a push out or something, and then he gets taken down again. But then he just wears Sad down. He wears Sad Live down. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely remember that, Ben. And like you, I got to tell you, man, I'm nervous about this match because the way from what I've seen this year or from this tournament um, and just I don't think that Snyder is going to be able to wear Sajulev down that's like that like he did last year. I just don't think that's going to be the case. He's going to have to tighten it up from the beginning. He's not. He cannot give up those – Cheap points like he did last year. Um, I'm I am really nervous about this match from a from an American perspective. Okay, yes, two things. One, I forgot about when Snyder stepped right in. He tried to do a step on the toe single, and Sad just timed it perfectly and took him down with that leg too. He's so sneaky, so tricky. I mean, he's the best in the world, almost. I mean, he wasn't last year, but I tell you what, the only the only way Snyder wins is if he scores off his own offense this year. Last year, he scored off a couple go-behinds. He got right. some push-outs, but his go-behinds, those were from just wearing him down, getting him snapped, and going around him. Sajulaya, I mean, I hate, to, have to, I hate to use points. this term. Last, I hate to use this, this phrase, but, I mean, it was almost like Snyder just, he wore him down and broke him. Like, basically, he just physically broke him. No, he did. I don't he, think, he, it, wasn't, it wasn't mentally breaking him where no. you, you just demolished him. He just, he physically wore him down. body couldn't work anymore. Exactly. And I think Sajulayev is going to be a lot more prepared for that. And at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself as a wrestling fan, who is the better wrestler? Right. Just pure wrestler. And I don't I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. Well, we're going to find out. Because I think for me to just say, well, Snyder's the better wrestler, that's probably irresponsible to me because Sajulayev was I mean, he was the you know, he was before last year was the cat's meow basically. He was the number 1 he in was the, the world man, a couple one, times. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what he won two two or three in a row. 
Um, yes, I mean, yes, and un, yes. Un, un, untouched. Exactly. But then to say Sajulayev is the best in the world, the best, the better wrestler. I mean, think about all all that Snyder's done. All I know is this. All I know is this. Okay, go ahead. We're gonna be in for an absolute treat tomorrow. Oh, it's gonna be a delight, baby. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon, Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. <laughs> I'm telling you, Snyder's going to have to score off his own offense. It can't be a snap down, go behind. Maybe, Agree. maybe it can be, but Sad scored off as a couple of a couple of a couple takedowns. Can he get to Sadulayev's legs and finish? He couldn't last year. He That's, couldn't remember, and that concerns. He me. couldn't get into his low single last year. That concerns me. Maybe he can this year. Look, we got the best in the world coaching him. I mean, we got some great coaches coaching him, and this dude, Kyle Snyder, is a believer. I mean, this guy thinks that he can beat anybody. This guy thinks he is the toughest son of a bitch in the world. And this guy works his freaking ass off. And I and tell he, you what. He absolutely just, I mean, dude, he feeds off of these types of matches. Loves it. He's never ran from an opponent or taken the easier path on anything. Nope. Never. He he loves these matches. And I and I have to assume Savage Live does too because why else would Savage Live be at 97 when he could make 92? Exactly. That. God, I'm getting goosebumps. Why else would I'm getting he be goosebumps. There. He Sagalive went up saying, "Hey, you think we can get a plane ticket right now?" <laughs> well, I think it's a freaking like 30-hour flight. <laughs> but but seriously, he feeds off them. They both do. They both want to prove that. That's what that is the best thing about this. Is it's mono e mono. Who is the toughest son of a bitch in the world? Oh, Who's man. the toughest motherfucking son of a bitch in the world? Is it Snyder or is it Sagalive? And you know what? They both want to figure it out. That's the thing. They want to know. These dudes want to know. Snyder wants to know, am I the toughest son of a bitch in the world or is it him? Dude, I'm about, I'm about ready to start bouncing. You want to go takedowns? Right. You're getting me geeked. You're getting me geeked. <laughs> and I tell you what, you know who is the toughest son of a bitch in the world? Kyle Snyder because he's going to fucking win. And that's my call. All right, man. I like it. What I like got? it. You got to take Snyder. Don't even try to take Satchel Live in this house. I can't. I mean, I can't not take Snyder. Like, I would be freaking shunned. Right. Um, no, but, I'm picking Snyder. Yeah. I'm picking Snyder. Look, Snyder... Even if that's my with my heart. Kyle Snyder's always answered the call. Yep. Always answered the call. Always. Minus the fact that he was only a three time Big Ten champ. He's always answered the call. <laughs> three times the A champ. <laughs> three times the no, seriously. Like, yeah. All joking aside, like Kyle Snyder, like we talk about we talk about what Jordan Burroughs did for USA wrestling, kinda putting it back on the map right. and getting these guys paid. Yep. All right, kinda setting setting the standard for USA wrestling Damn as it right. is today. Um and he did it with such a workmanlike, you know, professionalism about him that just is very admirable. Kyle Snyder is going is carrying that on from JB. Yeah, totally He's is. carrying that on. Totally it's, is. I don't back down from anybody. I train my ass off. I live for this type of stuff. You got there's God, I get goosebumps just thinking about all that this guy is, man. Yeah. Remember when, like, you know, like a person like me, like I would go to a, like a holiday tournament and I'd be looking at my draw, like hoping that I got like an easier path. This dude is going to Worlds hoping that he. Freaking... That's what we talk about. We talk about bad draws, good draws. Yeah. Kyle Snyder doesn't care. He don't even wear draws. No. He just goes out there and wrestles. No, literally, he doesn't wear draws. I mean, he literally is butt naked under that singlet. <laughs> you can see the penis ring. Okay. Don't cross the line. <laughs> no, I, I just. I'm getting amped for it. I'm getting so amped, and but I am nervous. Like all, all seriousness, like, exactly. I am absolutely nervous because I think people fail to realize that Sajulayev was Snyder before Snyder was Snyder. Do you know what I mean? Sajulayev was the 
He was the 18 year old guy winning Olympic gold medals and just running through dudes. Running through them. And until he looks, lost that match last year. Oh, that gut? His gut wrench was phenomenal. His gut looks great this year. It's I'm scared. Look, now, I don't think he's going to gut Kyle with that freaking barrel chest this night. I hope not. Um, I'm just making noises over here now because I'm so excited. Like I don't even know what I just did into the microphone. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that, that was some weird-ass <laughs> shit. All right, we're losing people now. All right, anyway, look, you made your pick. I'm going to pick Snyder as well. We got to. Okay, I think. That's four uh, golds, baby. I think we're going to go seven medals. I think we're going to go four golds for the most gold medals since 1995 when we put four on the board as well. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a match. I'm going to tune in. Oh, I'm watching from Hungary. That's what my calendar says. <laughs> man, this was awesome to get back with you. It was good to get back on the podcast, man, back on the microphones. We'll be back, I think. We'll do it again, I oh, think. Listen, wrestling season is here. I'm sorry. Well, all these well, all these other mofos are out here talking about hypothetical stuff. We're talking about actual wrestling. Now. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All the right. season is here. We gotta tune in next week because we gotta talk about the women. The women kicked off today. That's right. All right. We had our first two women compete today. Carl Winchester is wrestling for a medal. Going for bronze tomorrow. That girl has tossed her way into the bronze medal match. She is a bad she man. threw her way onto the team, and she threw her way to a bronze medal match. Um, shout out to former Inside Trip podcast guest Jenna Burkett, who yeah. filled in admirably for the injured Allie Reagan. Went out, went 0-1, unfortunately, but battled her butt off in that match. That's unfortunately, right. didn't get pulled back in. She'll be back. Oh, she, I, I mean, look, she's... She's one of my faves. Yeah, she's the she's right. she's the she's the. Woman. She might have been like actually, I would say like the girls that we've had on this podcast. They've probably been some of the the most fun like podcast interviews we've had. Uh, Tamira Menza, she's about to she's about to battle. She was on the pod. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be coming back next week. Talk about the women. Um, we probably won't be talking about Greco. Um, <laughs> we talk about some stuff. <laughs> if we get some Greco medalists, we got to talk about it. So we probably won't be talking about Greco. Um, anyway, I digress. That's all we got for you guys today. Baby, you got anything else, man? No, man, that's awesome. All right. Let's go USA. Let's, Let's go, go USA. Let's go Snyder. Let's go women. Let's go wrestling. Let's go women. Let's College go season's about to kick off, which means fantasy wrestling season's about to oh, kick off. Oh, yeah. Woo, doggy. That's all we got for you guys today. Hey, hope you enjoyed it. Podcast was a little long, hopefully strong, just like our boy Jaden Cox. Ooh. And as always, my fellow friends... Don't wind up on your back, bro.